Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Substance of Choice podcast, the podcast where we talk about finding substance in your life after you quit your substance of choice. My name is Tara, and I'm so happy to be here today. I actually have a topic that I'm really, I'm like always really excited to talk about these things, but like today I'm like extra excited to talk about this one because only because it took me so long to dive into what we're going to talk about today, and that is finding confidence and self-esteem after getting sober. To be completely honest with you, this journey, this journey took me a really long time. Not just not sobriety. I mean like specifically finding my confidence and my self-worth and my self-esteem after getting sober because I had none. I had no self-confidence. I had no self-worth. I did have a lot of self-hatred. I had a lot, I had plenty of that to go around but I didn't have any feelings of like that I was a good person or that I was a decent person or that I was a capable person. It's kind of hard not to after you've spent the last several years of your life destroying everything you have, ruining every relationship you have, throwing away every opportunity that you have. Because by the end of your drinking, not all the time, but like in my case specifically, there was nothing to feel good about. I was looking around and I was like, there's nothing to feel good about here. Like, what about my life or myself could I possibly feel good about after everything that I have just done? And not only do you see yourself in that way, you sometimes, a lot of the time, you get it reflected from the people that are in your life. Like, people see you as the drunk thing that you were instead of the sober person that you really are. So like everyone around you, like no one trusts you. Everyone doubts you. It's like not only do you feel it internally, you also feel it reflected from like every angle of your life. So feeling confident and feeling good and having self-esteem in like after you get sober and in your sobriety journey is one. I think it is so crucial because if you don't get to a place where you feel good and confident, it's just a very slippery slope back to relapse and back to drinking Because if you don't have anything to hold on to, if you don't have an anchor, like if you don't have anything to feel good about, you don't have anything to lose. So it's just very easy to get back into drinking. And two, you just want to feel good. Like you just want to be at a place of peace after everything that you've gone through in your drinking. Like you are not that drunken thing that made those mistakes, that said those things, that ruined those relationships. Like that's not you. If you had never had alcohol, you wouldn't have done that stuff. So building your confidence in your self-worth, self-esteem, all of these things are just so, so crucial. And it's also like so hard. Like I'm not gonna lie guys, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you. It's hard. It is. There is so much work involved and a lot of it comes from the inside like you have to do the work internally in order to make a lot of progress or in order to make lasting progress I should say but when you are in ground zero and when there's nothing to hold on to and when you there's like not a single fabric of yourself that you can look at and think I like that or that's good I like that about myself so I kind of my method was that I kind of had to like not really trick myself into it but I had to start from the outside because I literally had nothing inside to give or to share or to feel decent about I started my like confidence and self-esteem journey completely from the outside so I've written a list of 10 things that I did 
in my early sobriety and even in later sobriety. I didn't discover like all of this at once. It's like been a big process for me, but these are 10 things that I did in order to make myself start to feel a little bit better about myself after I got sober. Just a little disclaimer that this is what worked for me. This might not work for you or you might need to start somewhere else. You might you might actually feel good about yourself still and you might actually feel like you have something to hold on to and something to build off of. And if you do, I definitely recommend you start there. But this is just what worked for me because I was just completely ruined. I had like I had no something, nothing. I had nothing. So I really had to start from the outside. So again, it's what worked for me. And hopefully you can take like one or two things and maybe it'll make you feel just like a little bit better about like what's going on and your daily life and your daily routine. So first and foremost, I started with the clothes that I wear. And I know that sounds like so materialistic. And honestly, like maybe a few of these things in this list will kind of sound materialistic, but like I have kind of like a broader theme that I'm going to attach everything to. So like, just hold on, just like bear with me. But I really started from square one. Like I looked at my immediate surroundings, like my room that I was staying in, like literally like just the five feet that was around me. And I was like, what can I change? What routines can I establish? What can I do in order to start moving forward and to start progressing forward? And one of the first things I did was I started to change what I wore. Because like when I first got sober, as soon as I woke up, like all I wanted to do was sit in bed and cry. And I did that for a while. And it was therapeutic and like it felt good for a little bit. But after a while, like I just needed to move forward. I need to I needed to progress. So every morning I would wake up and I would change out of like my pajamas or like I wouldn't change into sweatpants. I would give myself like one or two days a week where I was like, okay, this is like a lounge day, self-care day, like whatever. I'm just gonna chill. But for most days of the week, I would actually get up and get dressed. And that did so much for my self-esteem. And not immediately, it definitely took a while, but it really started to do something after, you know, several days of doing this. I just felt like my motivation went up. I felt like my my drive to do things went up because it's honestly so easy to sit inside in your bedroom, in your loungewear, in your sweatpants and just feel bad. Like you just want to cuddle up. You just want to feel bad. You don't want to feel bad, but you do. And you just, for me, I just wanted to dwell and just like be this like little ball of sadness. But once I started getting out of that, like once I literally removed myself from that position, I started to feel a little bit better. I know it sounds weird, but like I almost felt inspired to live my life. Like once I, once I got out of my sweatpants and when I was, once I was able to get out of bed and once I was able to start like moving through a day, like semi-productively, I really felt inspired to continue that trend because there was something about that that just felt good. I couldn't exactly place what it was, but I knew it felt better than like sitting in bed and crying and, and, and living these memories and these thoughts and all these things I did and said in my head all day, every day, like it felt better than that. So I just kind of continued down that path. Then the second thing I did, and this one's a little drastic and I definitely maybe don't recommend it, but this is just what I did. I literally chopped all my hair off, like all of it. Like my hair was, before I got sober, it was a little longer than this. It was maybe like here. I literally cut my hair to like my chin just off. I cut all of it off. And I know a lot of people do that when they're in these life-changing 
events and when they're going through these things in life like it's just stereotypical of like someone to completely change her hairstyle but that was kind of a really important step for me and not because of the way I looked or anything it was literally because the person that I saw in the mirror every single day was the person who had done so much bad like when I looked at myself in the mirror with my long messy hair I saw that person who was running around for years drunk, saying things that were terrible, doing things that were terrible, stealing, lying, just doing everything in my power to completely ruin my life. Like I saw that person and I didn't want to see that person anymore. I really wanted to build a new identity because what I was doing, getting sober was radical. Like that was a very, very radical thing for me to do. And I really just wanted a fresh start in so many ways and I felt that and I know it sounds weird but like and it's not that my hair had anything at all to do with my drinking but there was something about the idea of looking at it in the mirror and seeing someone new because I was in a new phase of life that resonated with me so I cut off all my hair and maybe you don't cut off all your hair like I did like I'm a very a very all or nothing kind of person. <laughs> I make these very drastic decisions and like I'm okay with it, but maybe just cut your hair differently. Like maybe just do a new hairstyle, maybe dye your hair, maybe get balayage. Just do something different. Because for me, it really made a huge difference when I saw the person staring back at me like in the mirror when that person like didn't reflect that drunk person anymore. I started to look new. And then it started to connect in my brain like I look new, I kind of feel new, like this is new, my life is new and I'm going to just keep moving down this path that I'm going, but maybe just do something different, do something different outwardly because you're on a new path, you're doing something completely different, like you are not living the life that you used to live if you got sober, your life is drastically different now and it was just really nice for me to have all of that internal newness and I've said new so many times but like all of the all of the the things that were happening that I've never experienced before to have something reflected on the outside the third thing I did was that I started putting on makeup and I you know I never wore makeup growing up I never really I never really dressed up growing up I was very much like a jeans and t-shirt and like converse kind of girl makeup and just like getting ready and like taking care of yourself every day like that was not on my radar at all and especially once I started drinking like that was really not on my radar at all I had spent so many years drunk that like the way that I looked and the way that other people perceived me was just so was such a far-fetched idea for me because I wasn't concerned about what other people thought the only thing I was concerned about was like is this person going to drink with me? Are they going to help me find access to alcohol? Are we going to have like a good time drinking alcohol together? Like that's that's how I judged people was in terms of alcohol and not like how they looked or what they did or anything like that. And I surely didn't think of myself like in any of those terms. So I just started like a little a little self-care routine if that's what you want to call it. Like I I really just started with mascara and lip balm. And that's all that I did because like the hair, I just, there was a new person looking at me in the mirror and a completely new life. And I noticed on days where I would put on just a little bit of mascara and like a little bit of like chapstick, 
there was like a little pep in my step. Like there was something different happening. And it was because I was putting energy into myself. And again, like I didn't even realize that that was going on at the time. Like I didn't know that's why, like it was feeling good, but like I was investing in me. And even if these things again, seem materialistic and like superficial, these little tiny things, like I'll tie it all in. And like in the end, like it'll all make sense, but like, it's just these little things that were making me feel even like, even if it's like 0.5% elevated. So even if I'm like incrementally making myself feel a little bit better, like every single day, I wanted to take that. Like I wanted that because I so desperately wanted to move away from that thing that I was because that thing in that place was terrible and I never want to go back there again. So I was just trying everything that I possibly could in order to not get back there ever again. And for me, that was just putting on a little bit of mascara and feeling just a little bit better about myself. The fourth thing I did was I donated like half of my wardrobe because a lot of the things that I had, well, one, I lost like 20, 25 pounds after I stopped drinking. So like there was a lot of things that didn't even fit me anymore. And very much like the hair and the mascara, we're on kind of like an outward appearance tangent right now, but just like the hair and just like the mascara, I didn't feel good in the clothes that I was wearing because a lot of it was too big for me. A lot of it was clothes that I had had since like middle school or high school because I had never taken the time to go shopping or to buy things that looked and felt good on me. Like I never did any of that. I really just got rid of like anything that didn't serve me anymore. Like my going out stuff, which like I never really used in the first place. <laughs> I was too busy uh, pre-gaming in order to make myself look presentable to go out. But um, I just got rid, it just felt like removing a lot of baggage from my life, like in a symbolic way. Like the more that I got rid of from my old drinking life and from the things that reminded me of drinking and that reminded me of going out, I just, it, it felt so much like a fresh start for me. And just something as simple as cleaning out your wardrobe and just putting away things that are from a past life and that do not align with you and where you are now and that don't fit you properly and that don't make you feel good. And I really took advantage of that. Like it started with my wardrobe and then ended up like in so many other areas of my life. But I just, I really just got rid of all the things that didn't bring me joy anymore. And as a result, I had things that I felt like I could start a new life with. And the fifth thing I did was I started getting like my nails done. I started like waxing my eyebrows. Like I started making like little appointments and doing little things that were very much like self-care. I realized when I got sober that I had actually really never felt feminine or beautiful in my entire life because I come from a background of parents who have complexes who made it seem like women who wore makeup were ugly and it just wasn't necessary and I was told that I was fat my whole life and that I needed to lose weight and so I just throughout everything like I just really stayed very far away from like things that were feminine because it just I had always it had been kind of ingrained in me that like that was very superficial and that was very dumb and that's like what dumb women did and it was just like very it's a very pick me attitude like I was very much I was like number one pick me for a very long time back in my childhood so I really saw anything that had to do with femininity and like stepping into like your feminine I just saw that as like 
stupid and pointless. Tapping into what it means to be feminine just does something for your soul that I can't even put words to. And it just felt so good to be able to put energy into myself. I thought it was so cool to resist like the things that made me me, but it actually made me feel like shit. And like I didn't realize this at the time. And so to kind of sum up and like end like the, the outward appearance tangent that we're on right now, it feels good to take care of yourself and to treat yourself as if you're worth something. Because if you feel worthless, you're not gonna do things for yourself. If you feel like you're that piece of shit, you don't feel like you deserve anything good. You don't feel like you're deserving of any, like anything, period. But when you start taking the steps to treat yourself as if you are worth something, it's like your mind kind of catches on, like slowly, but surely, Like what you practice becomes your reality. So the more that you're practicing these things of like taking the time to put effort into yourself, the more effort that you put into yourself, you know, the more valuable you feel. And the more valuable you feel, then the more you feel like you're worth something. So like these things, although they seem maybe a little frivolous or ridiculous, all of these little things added up made me feel like I had some value again and that feeling was life-changing okay a couple more things that i did and they're not really about outward appearance they're more of just like an outward like way i live my life day to day but they were still like incredibly helpful the first one is that i spent 15 at least 15 minutes outside every day and we all know that like i don't know i feel like humans are just basically house plants (laughs) And you need sunshine in order to feel good and in order to survive. And like we all know, like we get our vitamin D from the sun. And there was just something for me about being outside that just made my world feel a little less dark. And it was because maybe this is just like a crazy stretch, but like I had spent so much time confined in an apartment drinking and I had spent so much time at night, like confined inside a bar drinking. I had spent so much time confined in these spaces. And in my early sobriety, I spent so much time confined in my own room, being sad and crying and working through so many things that when I actually made it a point to go outside every single day and to feel that sun on my face and just to be like free of like the four walls that were containing me and like whatever phase in life that I was in there was something about that that just I don't know maybe I sound crazy but there was something about that that just felt so limitless I felt a little less trapped when I was sitting outside even if it was for 15 minutes a day and I swear it's like that 15 minutes sometimes it was just like it's like a complete reset on my brain like if I was stuck in a thought or a cycle like I would I would go outside And I would just breathe the fresh air and just feel the sun and just see like literally the saying like the sky is the limit. Like I really felt that way. I felt like these things that I were thinking were like so small and insignificant. Like once I removed myself from this like very small space and once I put myself in something more open, I really felt, I felt so different and it worked like every single time. So again, like maybe these things sound crazy, maybe they are, but they, they, It's what helped me in my early sobriety. Like getting outside for at least 15 minutes every day felt like a complete brain reset. 
And it was super helpful to me in my early sobriety. Something else that I changed within like my outside world surrounding me is I changed my diet. And again, like I am the queen of extremes. So I, what I did is I went vegan for three months and did several juice cleanses because I was like wanting to like, de- like I don't even know, like I've heard so much about like detox is a thing. Detox is not a thing. Like your liver is the only thing. That- anyway, so I wanted to detox myself from like all of the alcohol, the Xanax, the cigarettes, the caffeine, like everything that I had been ingesting in my life. I wanted to like cleanse my body of that. And honestly, what I found is that I just felt so much better when I was intentionally eating good things. Like it's really hard to feel good, like not only mentally. Okay, if you don't feel good physically, you're not going to feel good mentally. And if you don't feel good mentally, like you're never, it's just really hard to get out of like whatever downward thought spiral that you're in. And it's really hard to feel confident and great and an abundance of self-worth like when you're not feeling great and like I didn't realize how bad I was feeling physically because I had been living in it for so long like I had been in a perpetual hangover for like many years and I I just really didn't know that there was a way to feel different because I hadn't experienced it in so long so when I started eating clean and when I started putting things into my body that were actually nourishing I felt physically so different and it was that like that that break from being able to feel good physically that i feel like my mind was able to catch up a little bit like if i'm feeling good physically and if i'm putting things in my body that are nourishing me and i'm not craving anything i'm not craving sweets i'm not craving food i'm not hungry i had been feeding myself garbage for so long that i just did not feel physically well and i didn't realize at the time that like if you feel like crap you can't feel better because you just feel like crap all the time. And I just want to point out that I know that like none of these things that I'm saying will like shield you from anything bad you're feeling or will change your life in some drastic way. But if there's little defenses that you can put up all over the place in order to like protect yourself and to just start to make yourself feel better, I put up as many defenses as I could. In changing my diet, I feel like looking back in the long run, that was a really crucial one for me because I was craving alcohol, the the sugar, like I was just craving so much. And like when you're not regulated and when your body feels like all over the place and when you're not giving your body like exactly what it needs, like it's going to seek out in sometimes unhealthy ways. So if there was like a line of defense that I could put to where I wasn't craving sugar, to where I was giving it fruit or something to like combat that, when I was like listening to my body, and actually like giving it the nutrients and everything that it needed, it made it a little bit easier to get sober. And I'm not saying changing your diet like keeps you sober, but it was definitely one thing that really helped me combat the cravings and feeling the extremes in emotion. Because like if you're hungry and if you're not fueling your body properly, then it's so much easier to have these emotional outbursts and like these emotional moments because like your mind and your body and your emotion, like they're all so deeply intertwined. So again, changing my diet was something that I did that just made me feel even like even the slightest bit more protected. And it worked in the long run. Another thing that I did, and this one was a little interesting for me. Another thing that I did was I kept a resentment journal. And 
obviously in sobriety, it is so important to keep track of your resentments and your emotions and to make sure that everything is in line and in check because any extreme and any emotion or anything in your life, like that can yield some like pretty bad results or like maybe a relapse or just like maybe a downward spiral for a little bit. But when I first got sober, I was so mad at every single person in my life like literally every single person I was mad at everything I was mad at everyone it was everyone else's fault there was so much to blame if you hadn't have done this if you hadn't have done that like my life would be different and I wouldn't be here now and so I just kept this resentment journal I just kept writing and kept writing and kept writing and like every night I was like this person did this to me this person said this to me and like I was just so angry I was so so angry But what the resentment journal taught me is that I was angry at all the wrong people. I learned that I was blaming others for faults of my own. There was a common denominator in all of these relationships and all of these people, places, and things. And that common denominator was unfortunately myself. And that took, that was a big pill to swallow. But I feel like finding that out firsthand after writing all of these things down, like that was so important for my sobriety. And that gave me confidence and that made me feel good because I was something that I could control. Everyone around me, all these people, places, and things, I could not control that. And it was like so refreshing and so I was actually so excited to learn that like I was the problem because again, like I could fix me. I could change the problem because the problem was me. If the problem had been everyone else, like that would have been a really bad situation. And you know, I would have had to, I did change a lot, but there was way more that would have had to change. But fortunately it gave me such a sense of control to know that like I was the problem because I can fix my own problems and I was able to fix my own problems and that gave me such a boost like it sounds so counterintuitive and so weird but like knowing that I was the problem gave me such sense of confidence and like a sense of self-esteem being angry wasn't the solution blaming others wasn't the solution the solution was fixing me and although it would take a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of effort like I knew eventually that it could be done and even that even that acknowledgement that recognition that gave me a little more confidence and like a little bit of self-esteem I felt so in control for the first time and I hadn't felt in control in years and years and years like I don't even remember the last time I felt in control so once I was able to like put those two things together I was like wow I feel like so excited I feel good like I can fix these problems I'm not happy about the problems that I have and like I'm not happy that I turned into this person but like I know that eventually I will be able to make it out of this. Another thing that I did, and again, this is extreme, but I just found it necessary for me, is I deleted my social media because, and I'll tell you a little story, a little story time, okay? When I first got sober, I was a complete stalker and I kept checking, like my boyfriend, like my, I guess, ex, because I broke up with him as soon as I got sober, but my ex at the time, I, he, he only had a Twitter account. So I, every single day, would check his Twitter account and like stalk him to see what he was doing because like I was so sad. I missed him. This is a person that I thought I loved, but I knew I couldn't be with him because he wasn't at all supportive of me or my sobriety or like he wasn't able to be sober himself. So I just knew that it had to end. And I had always had a little little suspicion that he was sleeping with my roommate. 
who like at the time was my best friend and I had confronted them about it and they were like no not happening like you're crazy like you're just drunk and like being psycho and whatever so I let it go um but I kept checking his Twitter account and I kept checking like my roommate slash best friend's Facebook account because I was like I know like I know something's gonna happen like I know it you know and then like it just got to the point where like I just was making myself feel so sick because like I was seeing that they were going out and like living their lives and my life had completely ended and I just felt like I couldn't handle it I couldn't handle seeing other people live the life that I so desperately wanted to live so I deleted it I deleted all my social media did not get on social media for several months and then after a couple months, like I was, after I implemented like a lot of these things in my life, I, I was starting to feel better. I was starting to see everything more clearly. And I was starting to, I felt like I was really starting to see things for what they actually were instead of like what I so desperately wanted them to be. So I turned my Facebook back on and what do I see? There they are on a trip to New Orleans together as a happy new couple. And when I saw that picture, I was just in such complete shock like I didn't feel anything I was just like like I knew it because like I knew it I knew it I knew it I knew it but they had denied it for so long and they had called me crazy that I really had convinced myself like that one percent chance that it wasn't happening I was okay it's not happening I'm really just I'm really drunk I'm just being really crazy and I'm being really paranoid like because I was like the drinking really had made me paranoid and I started to have like a lot of paranoid thoughts like not just about them but like about like literally everything in life so I really convinced myself that it was in that category but like there they were they were together and after the shock wore off I didn't feel anything but like humor and I just start laughing like laughing to the point that I'm crying looking at this picture of them because one I had known it all along and like I was right like I knew that I was right and two I was finally for the first time after I had had a little bit of space and time to heal and after I had removed myself from like ingesting that kind of content of the life that I wanted to live I started seeing everything for what it really was and what I saw in that picture was a girl who had a Xanax problem and who was a self-proclaimed alcoholic together with the boy who was on probation for cocaine. And that was something I was never able to see before I had taken the time and space away from social media because social media and like the going out culture and like those blurry aesthetic Instagram pictures. But when you're ingesting that so much and when you're seeing this on a daily basis, like you really begin to normalize it. And it normalizes your behavior and it normalizes like these things that are very, very dangerous and destructive. It makes them seem like they're okay. It makes them seem like everyone does them and that you really don't have a problem and that everyone is like this. And this is just what young people do. And like all the excuses that you can think of, like it really reinforces that in your head. But once I took a social media break and once I was away from social media and once I stopped ingesting that kind of content... It was really so easy for me to see two people in a photo who I would have thought as normal human beings, but I saw them so differently and I wasn't upset by their relationship at all. Like I wasn't sad about it. I didn't mourn it because I didn't want that life anymore. If I had seen them together a week after we had 
after like a week after we had broken up or a week after I had gotten sober, I would have lost my mind. I would have gone insane. I would have relapsed. I wouldn't have been able to process any of the emotion. I wouldn't have been able to process what I actually saw in the photo. I wouldn't have been able to process anything or to do anything. I would have just gone right back to my old habits and I would have relapsed and like it would have been this whole thing because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to see that. But I gave myself the space and time to build up the strength to be able to see that and to be able to see the truth in it instead of seeing like my jealousy and my insecurity and my hurt and like all of these things from a life that I no longer wanted. I like that social media break, like that time and space made it possible for me to start building up my confidence and like my self-worth in such a way that when I saw them together, it I didn't feel betrayed. I didn't feel like I was any less than because he had chosen someone else over me. Like I felt like I was doing the exact right thing and that I was in the exact right place at the exact right time. It, it, it made me feel so confident, not only about the decisions that I had made in order to get myself sober, but it made me feel confident in myself that I had made a good decision, that I had made the right decision, that I was making the right decisions moving forward. Because before I wouldn't have been able to see the truth. I would have seen what I wanted to see, which I would have wanted to be hurt, angry, like all of that. I would have like taken it the complete wrong way. But it gave me so much confidence and it was such a boost to my self-esteem and my self-worth because I finally felt like I had worth and I wasn't jealous seeing two people with chemical dependency problems together like that before it would that's the only thing I would have thought of I would have been like oh my god like it's such a betrayal but I didn't think of it in that term anymore I felt value within myself and I knew that I was worth so much more than those kinds of relationships and those are the only kinds of relationships that I had ever had so again like a long story specific to me but I think the theme is is that you know taking a break from social media definitely helps with like rebuilding that confidence and that self-worth that's like so lacking in your life Alrighty, uh the last thing that i did in order to start building my self-confidence again was establishing a routine and i don't want to say like one thing is more important than the other in this list because like i think it all adds up together but this one was really important to me because for many reasons but like and we'll get into all of them but i literally had a a daily routine that i would make the night before um when i was going to sleep i would write out what's happening tomorrow 7 a.m wake up 7 15 sit in the sunshine 7 30 breakfast by 8 a.m i'm doing this by 9 a.m i'm doing this i literally mapped out every minute of my day And I established a very strong routine. Like literally within the first few weeks of sobriety, I was following this like to a T. I cannot tell you what a sense of accomplishment that you get by checking off all these little boxes of your to-dos. After you spend so long drinking and so much of your life saying you'll do things and never doing things and ruining opportunities to do things because you keep on drinking, I can't tell you how good it feels to start feeling like you can actually accomplish something because when I was drinking, I felt like I could not accomplish anything because I couldn't stop drinking. Like I couldn't pull myself away from alcohol long enough to accomplish anything except drink more. So something as small 
And I actually don't want to say it's small because it was actually so huge for me to prove to myself. Like I actually proved to myself that I could accomplish these things. And even if it was on a really small scale, because like what do small scale things translate to? They translate to a bigger scale. (laughs) If you can start doing things that you say that you're going to do, and if you can start putting one foot forward in front of the other and feeling productive and feeling like you're attributing not maybe not to society just yet but feeling like you have the foundation to where you can eventually be an active member of society that feels incredible it felt so good for the first time in so many years to feel like I can do something to feel like I am worth something to put energy and time and focus into the things that I'm doing in order like I just I felt like the femininity thing like being productive did something to me that I I also can't put into words my confidence grew immensely my self-esteem grew immensely and my self-worth grew immensely because I felt like I was capable I felt like I was able after so long of like believing factually in my head that I am not capable or able to do anything in life except drink and like this is the only thing I'm going to be able to do checking off those little boxes every day just made me feel so so full of worth like I the only word I can put to it was capable like I was capable of doing it I was capable of doing things and if I'm capable of doing these little things on a daily basis maybe I can add one more thing into my routine and oh my god like I'm able to handle that so maybe I can throw in another thing and eventually like once you build a routine and once you start adding in things here and there pretty soon you're back to living a normal life and all the while you're believing in yourself you're like you you believe that you can do it you know that you can do it because every day like you've checked off all these little boxes and you've done all of these things that you said you were going to do this one was huge for me like this one was so major because i felt the most like boost in my self-esteem my self-confidence and my self-worth because i was able because i was able like that's it period like because i was able because i didn't think i was able before but I know, I knew it because I had seen so many weeks of like all these little check marks. Like I knew I was capable. I knew I was able. So that's my list. That's my list of things that helped me start to rebuild my self-confidence, my self-value, my self-worth, my self-esteem, all of the self things. Like this, these, this is just a little list of what I started to do that helped me get to where I am today. And like I said in the beginning of this episode, like, I know doing these things alone is not going to help you in the long run stay sober or truly, truly, truly build self-confidence and self-worth that lasts a lifetime. Like if you do one of these things, it's not going to change your life. If you do two of these things, it's not going to change your life. It'll help. It'll start moving you in the right direction. But these things were outwardly what I started to change in my life because like I said at the beginning of this video I had nothing to grasp onto but what do you know like once I started doing these things and once I started building my self-confidence up just a little like an inch a centimeter every single day I had something to hold on to internally for the first time in many 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 years and it was only at that point where I was able to believe that I had the power to change internally So although it might seem superficial and frivolous and ridiculous that 
you know, all of these little things outwardly, like the hair and like the makeup and the clothes and just like feeling feminine and checking off stuff in boxes. And that doesn't sound like this is what keeps you sober and this is what helps you stay sober and this is what like gives you self-confidence back. But like these are the beginnings of the things that lead to being able to really do the work internally because that's where it comes from. Doing the work internally and finding out at the core of yourself why you feel this way why you have low self-esteem like of course like it's because of everything you've done because you've been drinking and because you've messed up so much stuff in your life but if I had to guess I would say that the low self-esteem and the no self-confidence and the the absolute no sense of self-worth that probably came before you started drinking Sure, the drinking adds to that and makes you feel a thousand times worse than you already do, which is like really hard to imagine. But the drinking just amplifies that. And again, you've probably felt this way for a long time. So doing the work internally after you have some self-confidence and some self-worth to hold on to once you want, once you feel like you want to start building off of that, that's that's where the real magic happens. For me, feeling good about myself outwardly made me want to feel good about myself internally. I, for the first time in my life, believed that I was worth more than what I had given myself for my entire life. And because I was starting to implement these little things in my life, my self-confidence grew, my self-esteem grew, my self-worth grew. And I started to believe that like, hey, maybe I'm really not worthless. Like maybe I'm really not a piece of shit. Like, Maybe there's something more here. Maybe I can have self-confidence. Maybe it was just like a very far-fetched thought in my mind that maybe one day I could feel good in my own skin. Maybe, not, not I know it was a maybe. Maybe I could have that one day. And after so many years of putting those things, those outward things into action, And finally, because those outward things worked, I was able to do the work internally. Finally, because of all of that work that I put in, I am where I am today. And I have so, I am so confident in myself and I am so sure of myself and I know my value. I know what I bring to the table and I'm not ashamed of that and I'm not afraid of that. And those were things I would have never been able to say 10 years ago. I hated myself. I feel like, and I feel like a lot of people who are sober say this, but like, I feel like I was just born with like this innate sense of self-hatred. All that to say is like, when you stop seeing that drunken version of yourself in the mirror, you start to see the potential of who this sober person can be. And it's not even the potential. It's the sober person that you are. It's the sober person that you always were but you were just too drunk to access that part of yourself. Doing the work internally is key for long lasting self-confidence and self-worth. But if you're not able to access that in the very beginning of your sobriety like I was, the only place to go is just to start from the outside. So I really hope this video helped. If you're struggling with this at all, I know I struggled with it so much. Um, and because I've implemented, you know, all of these things in my life, I'm in a much better place. So again, like, I hope that you were able to take something from this video. I hope that you learned something from this video. And then I hope that like in your day-to-day life, you're able to implement something in your day, in your routine that gives you a little bit more self-value and self-worth because you're not the person you were when you drank. 
You're not that person. You are this person. You are a sober person with with emotion. You're sensitive. You have thoughts and feelings and you care so deeply. Like, I know that. No one else may see it, but they will see it in time. Thank you for watching this video. I this I was I was actually really excited to film this one because again, like I struggled with this so so much. So I hope you learned something. Thank you for listening. If you're listening on any of the podcast stations, hello, podcast friends. And if you're watching on YouTube, again, like I air this on like all streaming platforms on podcasts, and there's also a video version on YouTube. Hi, YouTube friends. Um, I'm so glad that you were here with me today and that I was able to share these little nuggets of wisdom with you. Again, please, if you have any questions, here's my social media right here at hello. I am Tara on Instagram and at hello. I am Tara on TikTok. If you have any questions you want answered about sobriety, if you have anything you want me to talk about, please send me a message. I would love to dedicate a whole video to you about like what's going on in your life and like how I can help. And if there's anything that I can say or do to make your life a little bit better, I'm here for it. So I will see y'all next week and we'll talk later. Bye.